0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I took, a, I, took a, I took a big swig of I took no. a big swig of pumpkin beer right when you started recording. Which one? Uh, the Rogue uh, oh, pumpkin. It's <laughs> actually really good. Like my, so my favorite, like one of my favorite beers, period, and definitely my favorite pumpkin beer is Schlafly Pumpkin.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, so I, that, good. That's the best one. That's candy, man. That mm-hmm. beer is seriously, it's a treat. It's, I always
0: have it. I literally, there's not a day in the fall that I don't have it in my fridge. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, terrible brought, for you, though, man. Oh, it is really bad for you. Terrible
1: yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh,
0: I drink, like, one, like, every two days. But uh, Jenny brought me this, like, Pump the Rogue, and Rogue's a really good brewery. And it's, like, in this cool, like, bright orange, like, tall bottle. It's a pint.
1: What about Pump King Southern Tier? I really they,
0: You know, they don't sell that in Kentucky anymore. Oh, really? Like, mm. as of last year. But, yeah, they're both the Pump King and the Warlock by them which is like the darker pumpkin beer. Those are like, it's Schlafly Pumpkin, Southern Tier, and then this stuff's actually jumping on the list. It's really good.
1: Well, anyway, hey, welcome to Locked on Kentucky.
0: (laughs) No, no, we're not doing that on the podcast.
1: (laughs) Why not? Uh, What's wrong with that? A little pumpkin Uh, beer talk? I don't see a problem with that. Oh, no, fine. We're, we're doing it. Get over it, buddy. Welcome right. into Locked On Kentucky, your, your daily Kentucky podcast, uh, where every single day, if it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, uh, it's a big deal to us. We're going to talk about it. We're going to discuss it. We've got a lot of things to talk about today. Uh, my name is J. Kyle Mann of The Dime Drop, and I'm joined, as always, by the pumpkin beer-loving son of a gun <laughs> himself.
0: <laughs> the basic, the mo- the, uh, the very basic, as the kids say. Uh, Kyle Tucker of the Athletic.
1: I think you're more acidic. You've had uh, <laughs> you've had a spicy day, easy spicy, and um, there's plenty to discuss. You know, Kyle acts like he's been off social media. What's really hilarious is he sent me a text earlier, and I was like, "That was straight up just a tweet you would have sent." The uh, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely, I've, I've
0: def- I have definitely texted people. You're talking about the NFL tweet? <laughs> yes, it yeah. was crafted I, as, like as, a tweet. As, <laughs> as, as I was texting, and I thought, the only reason I'm texting this to people, uh, and you're not the only one who got it, I sent it to my dad. Oh, uh, I was like, well, but it still achieves the purpose of I know. not being on Twitter because, because it's not the tweeting that's the issue. It's that when you go there to say something, you get sucked into the vortex of reading, and then replying my my biggest the reason that twitter it's really not like even arguing with people that makes twitter bad for me it's that i sort of get into this mentality and you have i you know i've actually had this conversation like you get into the, twitter makes you think you have to have an opinion on everything and you get in this bad habit i get in this bad habit of like i see things that interest me and then i comment on them as if it matters like what i think yeah like i could just and i've found like i haven't com- completely not looked at twitter during this time I've only tweeted, like, I'm in single digits total for the week, which to me is like a huge victory. Um, I've tweeted the podcast every morning and a couple of like this, the Cash Daniel stuff today. But
1: you ever get this one? You ever get the one where you get a follow from somebody that you're like, oh, and then you, and then you're self-conscious. Have you ever had that one? Oh yeah, yeah like what
0: are the, what are they what are they seeing in my?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> feed I'm always the, just like, Ugh, I don't want to. Yeah, but why are like, they following me? Well, no, I mean you just don't. want You're like, well, I don't want to say something stupid now Yeah. Like, this person. You feel a little exposed. I don't know. I like Twitter. Who's, feed,
0: fo- who's followed you lately, Kyle? Don't worry. It. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, I think Twitter Twitter feeds into the most. Some of, some of the like the worst psychology of human beings. I think like the narciss narcissism. You know, I, I dealt I dealt with this in a lot of like client work. It's like the most unproductive thing that human beings can do is set up a situation where a human being could have an opinion where they otherwise might not have cared. Like it's like the most unpro, unproductive thing that you can do. Yeah. So anyway, today we're going to talk about the obvious controversy uh, with uh, Cash Daniel. It's on a lot of people's minds. It's a hot button thing. We're going to talk a little bit about Josh Allen, a little bit about UK players in the NFL, and then we're going to do some Mississippi State predictions. you want to start with Josh Allen? No. Or did you want to start with Cash?
0: <laughs> no. No, I don't want to talk, start with Josh Allen because I think really, right. we have to talk about the thing that, that is, if it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation. Um, this Put our money a big, where their I mean,
1: mouth is here. Yeah, yeah.
0: This, this is a big deal. Uh, I mean, that's not a huge deal, but it's been it's- a big deal today sort of an um,
1: ethical question, really, isn't it, i say? Yeah,
0: so everybody kind of – I mean, if you're listening to this, you almost certainly know, but to just reset for people. Uh, at the end, late in the Florida game, I think it was on the two-point conversion for Florida attempt, uh, Cash made a tackle, great play. But there's the video on the ESPN broadcast where he's yanking at something in the pile, and it looks like down by the Florida quarterback's uh, feet, legs, and then obviously the the Florida quarterback obviously takes issue, and they have words, and kind of have to be separated.
1: Trask, that is, yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Trask. And then you know, so then Florida fans and others were took this video and were like calling Cash dirty and yada yada yada. Um, it's a pretty not. It's a little bit of a uh, an ambiguous video. You really there's so much going on there, so many bodies and stuff that you could you could come up with a lot of explanations for what may be going on there certainly not definitive video and so i assume believing that was the only angle on that play cash daniel comes out after practice uh yesterday today's thursday as a recording so after wednesday's practice and john hale friend of mine and and terrific reporter for the courier journal asked the question like people think you were you that was a dirty play like what what's up with it and gave him the opportunity to what now turns out to be kind of hang himself. Um, he he comes out and give. He's, first of all, he's he's he basically is cutting another like wrestling promo. <laughs> he comes out with the sunglasses on and never takes them off during the interview, uh, and is you know very defiant and very indignant that anybody would question his integrity and comes up with a whole story, a very detailed story about how his. This hand was there, and that hand was there, and this hand had surgery on it, and it had weight under it, and I was just pulling. I was just trying to move stuff and get my hand out. It goes into great detail about it. And then, you know, is just, you know, disgusted that anyone would apply he's dirty because he said he himself had been, quote, unquote, the victim of a dirty play and had screws in the plate in his leg because of it, I guess, in high school. You know, and it's it was a such a strong defense that you go. I mean, and, it, and the only angle we had at that point was from behind the that ESPN view, kind of overhead. Okay, well, I get. I mean, then I can buy that. And he was so passionate about it; he successfully made his argument, at, at least to to leave doubt that it that it had happened, that he was doing anything dirty. And that was probably going to be the end of the story. And then WMYT, the mountain. TV affiliate affiliate. KYT. KYT, yeah. My buddy
1: used to work for them, yeah.
0: The smaller sort of mountain outlet comes out today and posts its own video from the sideline, from from the side angle, and it's pretty clear that Cash is holding on to that quarterback's ankle with both hands and kind of torquing on it before he rips his hands out of there. I mean, to me, it's about as clear as can be that he's like, he's... At the very least, if he's not trying to hurt the guy, he's trying to tick him off by messing with his foot. Yeah he certainly wasn't just digging his hand out of a pile. That's just not that, that's not reality. So you know we can dance around it and that seems to be a thing we do now when people and, you know certain people lie, we, we, we use other like euphemisms. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, cash lied about what happened in front of everybody, stood there and looked in the camera and told a tall tale. It was a lie. And obviously, that has now blown the story back up again. Because it's like one thing. It's like what your parents always say. It's like one thing to do a bad thing. But if you stand up there and say, I messed up, I'm sorry, it's, it's going to go way better for you. And it's going to be over sooner for you, the bad stuff, than if you lie about it and everybody finds that out. Mm-hmm. Then it's 10 times worse. Cause now you're, people say, well, now you're a dirty, lying cheat.
1: <laughs> well, the point that you <laughs> brought up that's interesting. the The point here is that what, well, what, what would, what would upset UK fans about the opinion that you just had? Because it's, you know, I, I haven't really studied the, the video that much, but if it's that clear that he did. Um, you know, I guess you could take a few different stances on this. You could either say, Hey, it's not that big a deal. Rubbin's racing type of a thing. Rubbin's racing. I feel like would be permissible if he had just apologized, Yes. you know? Um, uh, but if you lie, I guess, I guess the other, the other stance you could take is still not that big a deal. Who cares? Why, why do you think that it matters so much? I guess it's just sort of, uh, you know what kind of an ethical standard should we hold a sports team to? Uh, should we hold a college sports what do they owe us? Uh, well, they and, don't owe you know, us. They don't owe us a lot.
0: But what do they owe their teammates? You know, they put I mean, how much how much does that put Kentucky football and and Mark Stoops? Mark Stoops had to answer about it in the press conference today. It puts him in a bad spot. He's a captain, he's a senior. He's not a freshman doing a dumb silly 18, 18-year-old thing. He's a 21, 22-year-old guy who's been in the program who embraces and absolutely just like welcomes every ounce of getting to be the face of the program and the leader of that group when he does something one that's kind of a cheap shot and two then stands up and lies in front of everybody about it is that what you want from your captain and your leader Mm -hmm. is that how is that is that how in one of his big ranting speeches you know rah-rah speeches is that the kind of virtue that he would sell to his teammates
1: so um, well there's there's some th- subtle sort of cynicism about his uh, his whole packaging of himself though, sort of in the way you're describing it though too, right? Is it do you, well, it, absolutely. You it's not fair? subtle.
0: I'll just tell you, like, I mean, the guy is a, a, obsessed with pro wrestling. He's probably going to be a pro wrestler. a lot of what he does is a persona. of a persona. I of mean, a whole of a lot of what Cash Daniel is, is, Cash Daniel is, is a Cash a Mm-hmm. uh and that's fine i mean you know people love it it gets his teammates fired up i don't think there's anything wrong with it i just don't know that it's all just hundred percent you know that's just who cash daniel is when he wakes up and rolls out of bed he's he's a showman mm-hmm. and that's again that's fine as a separate thing he's a leader of the team and he did a bad thing didn't own up to it and then just concocted an absolute like meandering multifaceted lie <laughs> <laughs> to tell people and it's, so the, it's the other it's, thing i would say is and i said on twitter kentucky fans who are defending him would go bananas if this was the
1: other way around and yeah. that
0: like there's just no arguing that like florida d-line have,
1: used to do stuff like that didn't spike right. used to do like dirty stuff like oh, that I'm all sure. the time yeah. i'm sure and
0: like Pouncey. the other thing like you talk about the rubbing is racing, like a lot of people have replied, like, oh, this is the you know, the wussification of, <laughs> of America and snowflake society, and this is like, you don't, you obviously, some guy was, you know, profanity laced, you never put on a jock strap, <laughs> like, oh, whoa, all right, well cool i mean i'll go throw one on right now and then tweet at you buddy
1: we're good uh, we're good thank you <laughs>
0: uh, but thanks for that but like i know that i know and you you're the point you made is um like yes i know that like dirty like people poke each other's eyes and grab each other's junk and hey. shove thumbs up each other's butt cracks it's it's it, i mean that absolute. that absolutely ha- some weird stuff happens i've written about it on other teams i've covered i get all that Again, he could have. This could. This would have been over the day it happened if he just said like, "My bad."
1: That's but true. If the other, if he the had other just come piece out and of it said, you know, this is between me and him, we had the. I got carried away in the moment. I people probably would have moved on. You of
0: know? course, they would have moved on because what yeah. else is there to say? Like he didn't hurt. He did not actually hurt the guy, and that's other people said. Well, if he was trying to hurt him, he's a big, strong guy. He would have hurt him. Like okay, well. He obviously knows better than to know he can just sit there and yank on the guy's leg in front of the officials. He he got what he could get while he, while it was in a tangled mess. And the other thing is he was doing a thing that absolutely could hurt that guy and not just a little bit, but like you could end the guy's season twisting his ankle the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a that is a thing that, you know, that's a reason that that play is not not okay. But he a million percent compounded it by telling the big fib about it. So, I mean, look, the guy doesn't need to be like excommunicated from society. But I think I thought and said he should serve a penalty. He should sit out at least a half of a game. I'm sorry if you care about like, you know, saying we want to do it the right way. I think that's what should have been done. But we'll move on to the next segment. Mark Stoops said today he's going to play. He, he talked to the SEC office about it. He told, talked to Cash about it, said we're not going to be trying to hurt people. But the end of, the end result is he ain't sitting. He's going to play against Mississippi State on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I guess it's a tricky we, – we need to take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> All right, so uh, Saturday, you know, Kentucky's got a huge game coming up, going on the road to Starkville, 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 Starkville. I Kentucky-fied that. I don't know if they say it like Starkville. that down there. Starkville. Every everything in Kentucky is a vole. That's what that's the spiel I give to everybody that visits here. Uh, haven't won there in a while. Uh, you know, going to be cowbells uh, ringing in their head. We talked about that yesterday. Don't fear the reaper and all that. stuff. So, do they really play don't fear the reaper, and then everybody plays along with it? Is that something I'm, that trying to rem-
0: I'm trying to remember if that actually happens it's been a while since I've, I've been to starkville yeah uh but i do love that they were playing that with the cowbell in it right
1: uh, at right practice. the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, we, need to, uh,
0: well we are smooth tonight we're on we need, our, we're on our game well
1: you got so worked up uh agitating the you know you're such a liberal
0: yeah i'm i, am uh, a, I am a, i'm a liberal soft snowflake uh Wussified modern uh, whatever you want to call me. Uh, like I said, uh, just to go back to cash for a second, it's not it's not it's not firing squad stuff. But like, come on, like I just I would just like people to be like the thing that kind of irritates me about that is like just be consistent. Like as pe- like people in terms of opinions. Like again, if it happened to your guy and everybody's like horse collar hurt Terry Wilson, that is mm-hmm. not the same thing. Like the, the horse collar was was not a it looked bad and it's a dangerous play and he was penalized for it as a personal foul but he was it, that was in the course of making a tackle in real time trying to chase down a guy running as fast as he could it was not after a play in a pile actively grabbing onto a part of the body that was uh, had nothing to do with anything in the football and torquing it they're different and if it happened to your guy you'd be pissed off so you could. You could at least acknowledge that 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 is a true fact.
1: Anyway. I'm I'm kind of in the middle on it. To be, I know we gravitated back to this. I'm sorry. It's it is. It's a it's a tricky. It's a touchy subject. I'm kind of like, you know, it's it's he should not have lied about it. He did kind of go out of his way. Like the story was a little protest too much. You know, um, I, are we are we going to start penalizing people for you know? It's not like he he lied about cheating or anything like that but i mean uh, it's i don't know man in my gut i I just feel conflicted about it to the point where i mean in a basketball game one time i didn't twist somebody's ankle but i went for a loose ball and was on the ground with someone for a moment and my teammate was gonna get it and get a fast break bucket i held the guy's foot for a second i admit (laughs) it i did that i didn't twist his ankle but you
0: lose your you lose your temper sometimes so and i get that so just say that Say I lost my temper because I was mad still about the targeting penalty on my teammate that probably cost us the game. Yeah. And I I lost my temper, and it won't happen again because I'm a leader of the team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then it's over. And
0: then people go, man, that was dirty, but he owned up to it. Yeah. You know, if he was a freshman, I'd be like, "This is not as big a deal." But he's not a freshman; he's a senior captain, so who likes right. to walk out at the pregame and stare people down? I mean, oh god, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you if you're gonna, your if hand. you're gonna, if you're gonna act, if you're going to act like that, if you're going to act like Mister Billy Badass, then like when you make a mistake, expect that people are gonna crush you for it um especially when you tell a bold face lie. I
1: guess I guess what you're saying is that the that that the, the persona brings with it the scrutiny that you're does. describing. So you, and, and to mean, say and to say that it doesn't. I'm just I'm just repeating back yeah. going. I I think so so you're just saying that he should just own that like he has to if he's going to do Be one. the
0: villain if you want to yeah. be the villain. Yeah. You know? Like if your teammates are good with it and your coach is good with it, then just say that and roll with it. Yeah. I mean, All right. that's what I say. So now they go to Mississippi State. <laughs> uh, we've talked already a couple times this week. It's a, been a brutally difficult place for them to win. They're coming off blowing Mississippi State out last year at home, 28-7, with, when Mississippi State had Nick Fitzgerald, their star quarterback. Now they don't have him. They have a little bit of an uneven quarterback situation. This team has kind of struggled a little bit, this Mississippi State team. There's some people already getting uneasy with their second-year coach. Um
1: Joe it's, Moorhead, right? Yeah.
0: Yes, it's been a blowout. I mean, blowout. They've given up forty plus and not scored more than two touchdowns the last two years. Um, the last two trips to Starkville. So the question is, well, will this be different? In Kentucky again playing with their backup quarterback. I I do feel like though. I don't know. I, I like I, I'm going to talk myself through this and make a prediction. Like I haven't decided even as I'm sitting here. Like, do I think they can win? But I think it won't be the way these last couple trips have been. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a competitive game because I think Mississippi State doesn't know what it's doing yet offensively. Um, you know, hasn't been really gangbusters in anything. Uh, just lost a game at home to a, I think, a Kansas State team that didn't have a particularly high expectations. Um,
1: I think. I think Kentucky needs to win this game. I think and it's that important. too. I think it's really important that they win this game because if they lose, I just feel like there's Mo. You know, Uncle Mo is is going to be play a big part on season wise, like the macro perspective on this season. Yeah. I, th- I think this is a really important game for Kentucky because if they go down there and and lose. I mean, if, if they lose in a really close one, I, I think Kentucky could still, you know, by the, it's a long season. By the end of the year, morale can can come a long way. But, man, if they go down there and don't, and, and lose by a good margin because there's a hangover from the Florida game uh, and, you know, maybe Sawyer doesn't play well, this and that, uh, that'll be a little tougher to get over, I feel like. And it would maybe be one that, that fans look back on and, and feel disappointed with.
0: Well, and then you also have the trip to South Carolina coming up next, and yeah. and there, you know, we talked. They lost their starting quarterback, but that might end up being an upgrade. This this Helinski kid, the true freshman who was a former like number two ranked quarterback recruit in the country, he threw for three hundred and twenty four yards on Alabama last week, sixty three percent completion.
1: They were scrappy, yeah. They
0: were. I mean, they didn't just get completely run off the field by Alabama. Um,
1: well, let's make predictions. Let's do it.
0: Okay, I, I think I, I think I did talk myself into, you know, I like I like what Sawyer Smith can do. I'm not sold on the Mississippi State quarterbacks, and I think you're absolutely right about the desperation factor. Like they got to win this game, uh, or they're going to be in a real jeopardy of a three game losing streak. And so I'll say Kentucky uh, 27, Mississippi State 24. I think it's going to be a really close game, one way or the other. I think they squeeze they, they eke one out.
1: I'll say UK twenty one fourteen.
0: Okay. Low scoring affair.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh I don't no know, field goals, inter-
0: all touchdowns?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, I don't know, so that, we can, don't, I don't know <laughs> that we can I don't know that we can
0: count on one from, from Kentucky. I mean that's one thing we haven't talked about at all this week. I, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with the with the kicker Ugh. saturday because i don't think his confidence is very high right now not and the punter
1: he's all yeah. world but the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah the
0: their punter ranks number i didn't even realize that they are he's number one now max duffy yeah. is number one in the country in punting average
1: yeah he's also old enough to run for office almost now or like he's <laughs> how old is he he's like 26, 26. yeah he's yeah, in that
0: he long can... line of guys who played rugby i guess and then uh australian rules football and then uh made the move to to punting and there's like a factory of them we'll have to talk about that on a different episode but there's like yeah, a, well. a school that like churns out all these uh australian punters
1: yeah i wanted to say one more thing before we move on just for my conscience i know i'm making it seem like kyle is like uh <laughs> he just did the biggest cough ever uh i'm I'm making it seem like Kyle is like alone and, and and that he is the sole person. I've criticized Cash too behind the scenes. I don't want to make it seem like it's just Kyle like just just uh, coming like in, in his criticism. I I've, I've said some things here and there that I thought maybe dial it back a little bit, but you know at the end of the day it's his business, and, and but it, you know, if you're lying to the public, it becomes the public's business. So, um, how how they motivate the team and like uh, the style, whoever's style of of motivating their teammates, um, you know, have at it. But but this feels like a little a little bit different. I just wanted to say that before we move on. Well, let's take one more break, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Josh Allen.
0: Pretty good, uh, pretty good Thursday night performance. Thursday night football uh, performance from. Former Kentucky uh, pass rush king Josh Allen, he got his first two career sacks tonight against the, the Titans. It's funny it happened against the Titans because uh, during the preseason, whatever that preseason game was where Josh Allen was just wrecking everybody, uh, my dad texted me. He's a big Titans fan and said, "I'm I'm worried that Josh Allen is going to end Marcus Mariota's career."
1: <laughs> and
0: then. Mariota's been awful, and then late in the game tonight, my dad said, "I now hope Josh Allen ends Mariota's career." Ouch! <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Gosh, Dad, you and Cash Daniel should hang out." Um, but, uh, um, brutal. <laughs> but he got two. <laughs> he got Josh Allen got two sacks tonight. He um, did. and yeah. And I, ta- yeah. The first, I think those are going to be the first, uh, the first two of many, many, many. I think he is a legitimate you know, budding young star in the NFL, uh, top 10 pick. And I think Jacksonville feels like they got exactly what they were hoping to get in Josh Allen. Um, he's man, he's exciting. He's, he is uh, watching what he did last year at Kentucky, covering them for years, <laughs> especially in those early, the last Joker and early Stoops years. I would, I could never have imagined them having a player so dominant.
1: Um, I've never they, seen a defensive player that dominant. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, he he just he 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 could rattle ent- entire offenses just his presence. Like it was it yeah. was incredible. Yeah. And he
0: and and this is like revisiting an old story, but I think every you know every so often it merits repeating. He is he is should serve as an inspiration to every kid that doesn't like what their recruiting ranking says uh, or their offer list, and also as a reminder to college coaches. Like, don't get lazy, and just like you know, print off the top ten players in your state from rivals, <laughs> and the you know top fifty around the country. You know, like turnovers Think some... a lot
1: of coaches do that,
0: dude. I, I mean, do I'm not saying that? a lot. There, there are yes, there there have been coaches that have admitted it. Like,
1: oh my, you God. know, getting
0: getting lazy. And it, look, it's hard. You have to expend a lot of money and a lot of time and travel. It's hard to like go beat the bushes, especially outside of your own state for these hidden gems. It is hard, but it's worth it when you hit when you hit like they have hit on some guys, and when you hit on a guy like Josh Allen, it's it's just it's truly unbelievable. As many times as the story's been written and told, that Josh Allen was going to Monmouth. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I
0: mean Mon Wasn't he Mech? gonna
1: play offense too I, they, I don't know
0: I think he might have been wide receiver tight he was very skinny a lot similar to bud bud Dupree who's like a three-star recruit I think and didn't have a lot of offers and came I remember covering bud Dupree's I think first practice or close to it when I first arrived and he was this spindly little tight end and they they moved him pretty quickly um you know, it's just, it's crazy. The stories like that are remarkable to me. And, and as much as they are a lesson to coaches, I mean, sometimes it's just dumb luck and that's why they're, it's more Josh Allen's story is more a, a story for players. Like, you know, hit the weights, get, find, find a coaching staff that's known to really develop guys and put the time in and who knows what you're going to be like. Josh Allen, two even 2 years into his Kentucky career, nobody would have predicted he was going to leave as the all-time, you know, leading sacker. Uh, and then, you know, even after his junior year when he could have gone pro, I don't know that anybody certainly outside of Lexington thought Josh Allen might be the best defensive player in America. Like this time last year. Yeah. Or or, you know, before the season started last year. So, He's a pretty remarkable story. The one thing, the one thing I wanted to pivot to before we go, thinking about that, Kentucky's had this long line of really good NFL players on defense, uh, and they had Randall Cobb, uh, who had a good little run in Green Bay as a, an offensive threat. But and so Kentucky fans have a lot of guys to cheer for in the NFL. But one thing that they don't really get is the chance to like put a bunch of Kentucky guys on their fantasy football team, which is like, like it or not, one of the major enhancers of people's enjoyment of football. Um, Because there haven't been like these offensive weapons that have come out of Kentucky. It's all mostly defensive guys. I wondered, maybe you have thoughts on this, who do we think is going to be the next like must-own fantasy football player, former Kentucky player, um, in the next, I don't know, year, two, three years?
1: Well, I mean, I I would feel like the way things have been going, I feel like the odds are it's going to be a defensive guy. I mean there's, well, it there's can't all- be
0: defensive. They all, dude, this is a man who doesn't play fantasy football.
1: No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. But don't (laughs) you get points for defense, too? Just team defense. Most
0: fantasy football has gone away from rewarding any individual defensive points.
1: Well, I mean, like I talk all the time. you talking about guys on the roster right now?
0: Or, I mean, Benny Snell's an option. He's there. Benny,
1: possibly. Yeah, Benny had his obvious limitations translating that even I could see. But, I mean you would think some of these bigger receivers tight ends that they've got i mean we've talked a lot about wagner possibly i i feel like his potential his ceiling just keeps raising every week uh you know there's and everybody that knows football that i've heard talk about him says that uh, that that he's an nfl player uh i don't know who would you pick
0: i would say you know and we're, we're kind of leaving off lynn bowden but i just i worry about his size uh, a little bit and like he what he doesn't really be. have breakaway
1: yeah. speed either like uh, he's
0: fast but he's not he's not like total burner uh, he's more quick than fast and, and i don't know
1: he's elusive does that,
0: does that help you at that size and if i mean i think you have a place and i think you'll play in the nfl for sure um i would lean wagner and then the other one to me and we've, we've also mentioned this guy a lot Keaton Upshaw is uh, one thing I believe. If he doesn't have some sort of catastrophic injury at some point in his college career, he's a pro, um, and I think he there's there's at least some teases to think he could be like a great college player and a really good pro because these these tight ends who are like Ahmad Wagner almost in the NFL, you know, rangy almost just giant wide receivers, they're making a bunch of money and a bunch of plays. their quarterbacks love them. And throw to him over and over and over again. Um, wouldn't shock me if it was keaton Upshaw.
1: Yeah, I could see that too. That was the other guy that was kind of in in mind for sure. By the way, Benny uh,
0: Snell, he only has one NFL carry in the regular season, it's for 23 yards. So mm. he, uh, it'll be, I wonder if they'll lean on him a little bit. Uh, James Conner's been hurt. Obviously, uh, Le'Veon Bell is gone now with the Jets. Uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't, blow, it wouldn't be like unbelievable to me if Benny Snell is like a super reliable you know 1100 yard running back in the NFL a couple of years down the road
1: well, we hope that happens, and we hope that uh, Kyle can come around on his just just vitriolic hatred of Cash <laughs> Daniel, and I hope that somehow they can bear hug and, and just talk it out. I'm kidding. Obviously, I hope they hate each other forever. So follow me on Twitter, <laughs> at JKyleMan. Follow Kyle at at KyleTucker underscore A-T-H. Subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, give us a review. We'll see you next time. Over and out.